Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record number 87. We've got a really good show for you today. We're going to talk about nationals and the quote-unquote phenomenon of what I call vacation softball. Right. And the balance between the two. Before we do that, let's talk about our sponsors, Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. And let's talk about patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. We're very fortunate. We have a group of very strong patrons who support us financially that are doing a great job for us, but we need more help. If you're in a position where you can become a patron, go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. The three levels of support are explained to you there. We want to keep this thing going, growing, and improving. And unfortunately, every time something like that happens, there's uh, a cost involved. Uh, Coach Don and I are in to our eyeballs on this stuff already. And if it wasn't for the patrons, I don't know that we could keep it going. So if you're in a position where you can, uh, help us out. Please do so by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. So Don, Nationals slash World Series slash whatever we call the big event at the end of the summer. Right. Well, once upon a time, going to an event like that was hardcore softball, where the only thing that mattered was placing as well as you could and trying to win a national championship. It was just a huge complex that all we did was play softball. Right. The big big deal was to try to do the very best you can, and bragging rights for the next year would be based on we finished first, we finished fourth, we finished ninth, we proved we're one of the best teams in the nation, yada, yada, yada. Well, some place along this path, the quote-unquote Nationals slash World Series stopped being this cutthroat kill or be killed. Now, there's still a certain aspect to that. Teams that go there still want to win. That should be the and, goal, and right? And they, they go there wanting to show well, so again, they can have bragging rights about how well they did at the Nationals. But something really unusual happened a while back and that these events became much more of destinations and vacations and celebrations of things other than just playing good softball. I think that's kind of exciting for a portion of the teams that go there, maybe. Right. You know, one of the things that you do see is there still are a couple of national events that still have a little bit more of that kill or be killed feel to them. But there are an awful lot of places where you know people in the tourism segment, people in the uh, marketing world, they figured it out. Figured out that um, for an awful lot of teams that really are not that serious about winning getting to go someplace with a really nice beach or a really nice amusement park or a really nice some sort water of slides yeah, or water, water park parks. or whatever it yeah. is, some combination of other things besides softball have made big inroads. So it's not like a regular tournament in any way, shape, or form. It's something that we as coaches have got to be prepared for either on one, one level or the other. So challenge number one is, Picking the national championship tournament that matches up with what you really want to accomplish. 
Right. And then second of all, making sure that the players on your team are on the same page and the parents on your team are on the same page you're on. If your goal is, as a coach, to build a team that can win a national championship, then we need to be picking events for national events that are a little bit more serious, a little bit more focused on softball versus the teams that are looking for the total family experience of a little bit of softball and a whole lot of fun besides the, the softball field. This is hard for me, Tori, because I don't know if I have ever experienced the other. I, 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 don't, I think that the only thing I've ever done was to go somewhere to win, and that was what our journey was. I don't think I've had that destination experience. Well, I've done the slash vacation getting in the way of softball trip a couple of times now. And I have to say, I didn't really realize that's what I was signing up for when I agreed to go. I think this is why you've got that feeling. Right. To to me, when we go to play a softball game, we're going there to win a softball game. Right. And the focus of everybody who's going needs to be going there with the focus of it's time to try to win a softball game. Because we're signing our name to it. Right. But unfortunately, when you decide to go to fill-in-the-blank beach, fill-in-the-blank park, fill-in-the-blank amusement park, fill-in-the-blank water park as part of your excursion. I think the idea of... of As we talked about this, Tori, the the consolation prize to not winning is too good. Right. Yeah, if if you lose early and your flight is for three days, so you got three more days of beach time or (laughs) amusement park time or whatever. And now the, the one thing that... I know they're going to let me play some more softball, but I'm here at the beach. Right. Here's my experience. If you're a coach who's going to a tournament thinking that winning the tournament and playing really good, and honestly, not even winning the tournament, just playing good softball. Being competitive. Yeah, just playing good softball. Because here, I'm way past the idea of worrying about winning and losing anymore. I, I mean, if we play great and lose, I can live with that just as much as if we play great and win. I cannot live with playing bad whether we win or lose. We had a beach excursion tournament a little bit ago where our team went seven and one. So to most rational people, wow, seven and one, that's a great weekend. You should be really proud of that. Not (laughs) when you... Because that one. That one, but even the other side of it was we didn't win. The other team lost. We didn't play well. We didn't play well. They just played worse. Right. You know, when every blooper is turning into a double, when... Every pickoff play is thrown down into the corner. It's not you fun know, to watch. Yeah, when uh, yeah. you know routine fly balls are looking like you know some sort of Rubik's cube that cannot you know that you got to be able to solve it in the air <laughs> before you can catch it. You know when every single throw is an adventure, when every single play is painful. To they me, were, it's both, both teams were trying to give it away because yeah. they knew that that the beach was right around the corner. Right. Now, for our team, I don't think that they were thinking about going back to the beach, but I think that they had spent so much time on the beach, they were still on it. Right. And still thinking about how tired they were from splashing around in the water, from playing beach volleyball, or from, you know, running around in the hotel, or from, you know, know, splashing in the pool, or whatever it was. And I understand for young kids that it's real easy for them to think that that's the main event. But then just tell those of us that think that that's a waste of time that we're going to be doing that more than we're going to be thinking about playing softball. And then I can just, you know, do something else that weekend. You'll be okay with that. Right. Here's what sums up vacation softball to the T lose in the semifinals. We have to play in the final, the third place game. So the third place game, we're playing against a team that we had already beaten earlier in the tournament. If we play them a hundred times, we would expect to beat them a hundred times. Right. 
So top of the last inning, we're winning six to one. They score seven on a combination of walks, errors, a couple of bloopers, and I think one clean double. So now it's the bottom of the inning. We come back and tie it up. But now we have the winning run at third with one out. And their choice of defense was basically the whole infield was about right around the pitcher circle. And the outfield was basically where the shortstop and second baseman would Ed, normally stand. Edge of the grass? No, not, I mean, where the shortstop and second baseman really <laughs> In stand. In the dirt? So, yeah. like, the laziest of lazy fly balls... Would get it done? Gets it done. So, of course, we can't score a run. <laughs> so now we go to the tiebreaker. Okay, tiebreaker, they get a run on a blooper. Yeah. Okay. And then only because of their bad base running, they don't get more runs. If they run the bases well, they probably get at least one, maybe two more runs. But they do a couple of really foolish things, and we get you know, make Ends a couple of plays. But but not like great plays like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's really running right now. I'm going to throw the ball to the second and get her out by 30 feet plays. Not like heads up, you know, like really good plays, just like have no option other than to do this plays. Get it done. All right. So now they go up one in the tiebreaker. So we come up. We score our run right away. The first girl gets a hit. Okay, so now we have a runner at first and the tie game because the tiebreaker runner scored. Yeah. So she gets to second on a pass ball. Now they walk the next runner to set up a force out. Load them up? No, just first and second. First and second, yeah. So we bunt, get the runner over to third with one out. So we did one good thing. Yeah. We get another intentional walk. So they set their same defense where everybody's standing inside the baseline. So you've got nine, eight defenders In inside dirt. of a 60 foot square. In the dirt. Yep. Loaded with one out. So super exciting walk off win because their pitcher throws four terrible pitches that are nowhere around the strike zone and we get a walk off. Ouch. Yay. <laughs> so exciting. So much fun. Wow. We wow, get, that was fun. We we got that one right. So that was the, the conclusion of, of the tournament. That was our roll on what, out of there. To remember on the way home. To, to, to think about on the ride home. So, of course, then I had like a six-hour ride home to stew about the fact that softball was not fun for that weekend at the beat. Right. Now, again, I'm a little bit jaded because you know, I spent you know most of my life coaching winner, go home, kill yeah. or be killed college softball. And I'm spoiled because we have a talented team who is capable of playing really good softball. But watching teams play really bad softball, whether you win or lose, to me is not any fun way to spend time at the ballpark. It's painful. What's the correlation between time at the beach and time on the ocean and time at the pool and time running around at the hotel and all that stuff on how we played? I can't tell you for sure, but I've got a pretty good idea. Maybe for younger players, Tori, this is one of those uh, uh, learning lessons where they understand why you tell them not to go hang out in the hot tub, not to go swim laps and goof around because it's going to have a, an impact in their performance. Um, right. Maybe. Right. <laughs> I bet they had fun at the beach. Oh, no, I'm sure they had a lot of fun. I'm sure they have a lot of memories, but... Just, just let me know if we're. So if, you don't have right, to be a part right, of those memories. Because at the end yeah. of the summer, if we're going to the nationals, I'm going to the nationals because I think we should win a national championship. I'm not going there so I can work on my tan. Right. You know, I'm not going there so that you know so that we can you know talk about the escape room or the water park or the roller coaster or the Ferris wheel or whatever it was. 
there's plenty of chances for us to do all those kinds of things. And I think to me, that's kind of the moral of the story to the discussion today is there's nothing wrong with going on vacation. Everybody deserves to go on vacation. Everybody needs to do it. Yeah. But go on vacation. (laughs) And everybody deserves to play softball. If you want to play softball, you deserve to play softball. But go play softball. When you're playing softball, do that. Right. Just choose one or the other. But let's (laughs) stop trying to do both unless we all know that's what we're going there to do. Okay. But let your coaches believe that you're going there expecting to play real softball and then not. To get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not trying to make, nobody misled me. Nobody said anything yeah. that made me think about it except my own foolishness thinking that, you know, 13 year old kids, 12 and 13 year old kids could figure out a way to play good softball and go to the beach on the same trip. So part of it's my own stupidity for thinking that that was a possibility. But fool me once, shame on you. That's very interesting, right? Well, and even tougher, you've spent six hours in the car, but if you take a flight or yeah. or even make more of a personal investment there. Right, yeah, yeah you, you, you fly out to California, you've got your flight booked coming home Monday morning because you think there's a legitimate chance you're going to be playing on, su- on Sunday deep into the tournament, and on Thursday you're knocked out. You're at Disney. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can you know, spend the extra you know, couple hundred bucks to get your flight changed and come home early. Right. Or you can go to Disneyland or you know, right. Knott's Berry Farm or you know, what do they Hollywood Bowl or... One of those you know, sea worlds. Yeah, whatever, whatever else is out there. You go down to PCH and drive up and down the, the coast highway and look at all the beautiful scenery. Well, if I want to have a vacation, I'm going to go on vacation. <laughs> if I want to play softball, I want to go play softball. I don't want us to try to do both. Right. End of discussion. So coaches, when you're planning your schedule, figure out what you're doing. If you're going on vacation... Don't go to the softball field. Go on vacation. Cut them loose. Just just make that choice. You'll be happier. I promise. <laughs> I promise. So, Don, anything else? No, that was a fun topic too, Tori. Make sure if you have questions, suggestions, or you want to argue with me about why my you know old man get off the lawn attitude about how much fun I could have had at the beach. Just a crazy coach. Contact us at fastpitchprep at gmail.com or everything fastpitch at gmail.com, and we can talk about it. As always, if you have suggestions or ideas, make sure you let us know. And also, if you could check out our sponsors, Anderson Bad Company, and also become a patron, go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio saying thanks for listening to number 87, and we'll talk to you again next week. (laughs) 